For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey everybody, welcome back. Um, I'm talking to Laura Jensen all this week. Uh, Laura is the Assistant uh, Director of Youth Ministry at Redeemer Church in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, Yesterday, we were kind of having a conversation uh, veering away from our frequently asked questions, but a conversation on um, diversity. Uh, And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Laura's church ministry uh, context uh, a little bit later. But yesterday she shared a lot about her family and just um, how diverse her family is and all the moving around to various uh, contexts uh, throughout her life. And so if you missed that, I'd encourage you to go back and, and check that out. But Laura, in light of um, you know your family uh, setting, what, what are some lessons that you've learned uh, from being a part of a culturally uh, diverse uh, family. When I ask that question, what are some of those things that come to the top of your your mind as you think about that? Yeah, the, the first few things that that come uh, at the top of my mind would be, uh, I think one of one of the most valuable lessons that I'm continuing to learn is that you know people people are people, and so um, I've seen that even within my family and with with the different personalities that are expressed in my family and um, just the different cultures that in the midst of all of that, um, looking at my siblings and saying like, no, there's, they're a person, like people are people and um, we're created beings and made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. And that's a lesson that I have to continually learn as I, how I view people, how I see people. Um, and I don't always get it right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, kind of that idea that we're created beings and that we are sinful and that, um, just like my siblings do, you know, we are different from each other. Um, it's helped me to, to see what brings them joy what makes them hurt in a lot of ways. Um, and to really be, um, in tune with that, um, are lessons that I'm learning when it comes to dealing with people. Um, and yeah, that's, that's probably, that's probably the, the biggest lesson. Um, and then, sorry, that, sorry. Yes. Just that of being image bearers. I mean, you think of, yeah. you know, especially in the church, we can throw that word around a lot, um, being an image bearer yeah. of God. Uh, but just the implications of that are so infinite. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, just, you know, applying that to, I mean, this topic of um, diversity, to think about all yeah. humans are created in the image of, of God and how, you know, just the, the spectrum um, of mm-hmm. humanity uh, and how we all yeah. look vastly different, but how we all reflect um, that image uh, in unique and different ways uh, is yeah. uh, highly significant. Uh, so, yeah, that's an, that's an excellent lesson for sure. Yeah, and um, 
yeah, and I think there, you know, have been other lessons that have been rooted in identity and belonging that, you know, it's, it's that I'm continuing to learn and that, um, and that's not just something, a, you know, a person who's in a culturally diverse family that someone deals with, but everyone deals with that. Um, mm-hmm. Just even culturally, just sort of, um, especially with belonging. Um, and really sort of, in my mind, like, all right, what is what does that mean, even in the midst of diversity and um, in different cultures? And so I, I think it's also... Um, another thing to just, it's helped me to, uh, I don't know, just, just learn from different cultures and how different cultures do things. Um, and even with, with different languages. So, uh, those would probably be the main lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure just giving you, you know, maybe greater patience as well. Yes. Um, like you said, yeah. you know, learning from other cultures. I mean, I cannot imagine, um, it, just as you said, some of your siblings were adopted at the you know age of, of 12 or, or somewhere around there and did not yeah. speak English. Um, yeah. And just, you know, you think of, I mean, your parents specifically and, um, yeah. you know, the, the children that they had inside their household. And now, okay, they're bringing in new children that are going to, you know, not to, to put it crassly, but disrupt maybe some of the harmony yeah. because now, okay, now, you know, everything, we were all on the same page. We were all speaking the same language. Um, now we've yeah. got to, we've got to change that. Um, yeah. so I can't imagine just yeah. what, what that was like. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's another lesson, patience. And, um, I, I have one brother who, um, he doesn't speak, uh, I feel like all my siblings now, they speak really good English. Um, but my one brother, his, his English is still pretty broken. And even just having conversations with him over the phone, I can just kind of sort of my patience runs thin because I'm like, I'm trying to explain something and, and he's not getting it or he's trying to tell me something. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. Um, and so even just, simple conversations over the phone. Um, and yeah, your, your patience then is for me, it's been tested in a lot of ways and just, yeah, that, um, even being patient with, I think sometimes the chaos that, you know, large families (laughs) have, um, and being patient with that and, Hey, things aren't always going to go according to plan and actually not at all. So, um, yeah. So patience is, yeah, it's a big, it's a big one. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, you just, like you said, I mean, 10 siblings, uh, that's going to be plenty of opportunity <laughs> for, for, yeah. pa- for patience for sure. But you give me hope because I have five children and sometimes I don't think I'm going to uh, make it through the day. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm glad to see that, that you made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so as you, as you talked about, you know, identity and, and belonging, um, and like you said, that, that's something, you know, we as all, um, you know, just humans are longing, um, for, you know, identity and, and, and we look for that in so many other places and we know that ultimately as Christians, uh, we need to see that our identity is tied to being an image bearer of God, um, as well as, uh, being his, his child. 
Um, yeah. But you, you mentioning belonging as well. Uh, could you could you talk to me about that just a little bit more and just um, kind of how you saw that in your family, how you see that in your family, and just how um, some of the maybe practical lessons that you learned about belonging? Yeah. Um, so I it must have been like a couple weeks ago, but I, I called my mom and I just I sort of just thanked her like. Um, and I think part of that was with just how, even though, you know, my family, it just sort of looked like a mixed bag of <laughs> different people <laughs> and different personalities. I'm sure when we went out to restaurants, it was just <laughs> something for other people to see. But um, just how my parents just, they did such a great job, I think, with, um giving us that sense of belonging, like each one of us, we mattered. Um, and just the time and attention that they gave individually to us. Cause I think sometimes when you have a lot of kids, it's like, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. one kid may be a little bit more trouble than the, the rest, <laughs> which some of my siblings are. So <laughs> not, not you, but, of course. Well, you know, I probably <laughs> fell in line with that too, but, um, but even though like they may have had to sort of shift in, all right, now we need to pay attention to this, to their needs, you know, whatever sibling it was. But I, I, I just really appreciated that they made it work. Um, Mm -hmm. even though you may look at me like, how did that work? You know? Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes like, how did it work out? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, we all made it out. Okay. But, um, yeah, and so I think I think also with that belonging piece, I think adoption plays into such, you know, that plays into it um, because some of us don't know our, our you know, our, our biological parents. Mm-hmm. And so I think for some of my siblings, that has been a really hard thing for them, um, not knowing and that sense of like they belong but they don't really belong Hmm. or that's how they may communicate it. And so just even seeing how adoption, how that has affected some of my siblings in a negative way when it comes to their belonging and identity and how for others it has been a positive thing Hmm. and it has sort of shaped our identity in a beautiful way. Um, and yeah, so I think that speaks into belonging. Mm -hmm. Um, and personally, like my own belonging. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that answers no, that, the question. But, no, no, that's helpful. Uh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. did, um, when you say just being, you know, um, I don't think these are your exact words, but just proud of your parents and thankful uh, for them and how they yeah. made this work. Did Have they talked about that? Have they talked about um, the community that they had, did they have, were they a part of a church? And so they had just kind of that support from friends because obviously, I mean, she just said raising 10 children alone is going to be a challenge, but then you add in, you know, different cultures, different languages, and that just makes the challenge that much more difficult. And so obviously God's grace for sure. (laughs) But did they, did did they have a a church community that kind of came alongside them and, and helped in the midst of this as well? Yeah. So I, you know, yeah, both my, both my parents are Christians. And so they did have, you know, a church that came alongside them. 
Um, and then also just even seeing growing up, we lived in neighborhoods where um, the community and where we lived and pretty much every place we lived was incredible. Mm. Um, and so even growing up and having our neighbors be a, a, a source of community. And these are people who don't, you know, didn't go to church. We're not Christians, mm. but it was some, you know, it was just even in Boston, um, the neighborhood we lived in, all the kids and parents, they all got together on our street. And it was this, community where everyone sort of came around one another. And so like, it was like, wow, this is what it means to be a neighbor to someone <laughs> like, um, yeah. So I, yeah, in a lot of ways, just seeing, um, the neighborhoods where we lived, um, yeah, neighbors come together and, and love us and babysit us, um, when our parents had the night to mm. go, you know, have a date night. Um, so yeah, that was really sweet growing up where it's like, I felt like in a lot of ways I was also raised by neighbors. Um, so <laughs> it's sweet to have that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Because that, that community, um, is vital. I, I mean, again, yeah. just parenting as I've heard someone say, if parenting doesn't humble you, nothing will. <laughs> and so wow. I know just the, the need of, of having community uh, in the midst of parenting yeah. children because it can be very challenging. And, and those date nights are important for sure. So <laughs> that's yeah. awesome that y'all yeah. had that community coming alongside y'all. Um, well, Laura, once again, this was, this was really helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. 